and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 262. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing good. You yeah? Know, it's, uh, it's swagger weather again, Fix. Sw- that has me very excited. I am not going to... I thought you said it's swagger weather. And I was like... <laughs> so I'm always on... I've always got my swagger on point, brother. I do say no, no, sweater. No, no. I, would never say, I would never say something like that. In, you, so yeah. you consider what you're wearing a sweater? I prefer a pullover. I, by sweater weather, I mean hoodie weather. Not not a sweater. Oh, uh, okay. I'll use a bad I thought this was going to be a whole I, American a versus Indian yeah, no, thing, no, 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 and I'm no, confused. No, no. Like, no, that's not a sweater. That's just a hoodie. That's, that's a zip up yeah, hoodie. It's a hoodie. It's a hoodie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. As long as it, that. It that's, look, look. Yeah. I don't want the people to come for you. We're already be getting done out here on the last video we put out because it's just fanboy words everywhere. But I didn't true, want people to come true. for you for the sweater thank you. specifically. You know. Thank Thank you for having my back, folks. Always. Always. Uh, if you don't know, My Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash uh, since My Xbox and Me and on all podcast services, Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, you can get the show early. Oh, uh, you can get the show early over on Patreon.com slash MC Fixer. See, it's really weird. It's like it's not an MC Fixer anymore. It hasn't been for a long time. But the Patreon's still MC Fixer that supports make it all happen. Blah, 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 blah. It's a whole thing. Um, if you Again, seriously, if you are someone that's enjoying the show, enjoying what we do, please do consider dropping a couple of bucks over on Patreon.com slash MC Fixer. It's what allows me to keep doing this full time. It's what allows me to keep, you know, trying to put out as much content as we can. Obviously... It allows me to cover news as soon as it drops, like we did um, last this week. I'm thinking it'll, it's so much yeah, going no, on. It feels week, like yeah. it was last week. It is this just this week, a couple of days now. Um, but yeah, so some of you will have seen that the uh, my Xbox and me reaction uh, went up on the podcast feed. Something new that we're trying, which is it's more unscripted. Un um, there's no show notes. There's no nothing. It's just literally me and Crash jump on to cover the biggest topic that happens at that moment. Whether it was um, this week, obviously, was the uh, Bethesda stuff. Um, we've done a couple here and there. Let us know if you do want them to go up on the podcast feed, or if you would rather that stays on YouTube. The YouTube numbers for it was ridiculous for us um we had like well over 400 concurrence our youtube subs have gone from 600 to literally a thousand just off of that one video so it's something we're going to keep doing but i understand that it's not a a polished podcast feel the way that um you're getting right now hence why we do a normal episode on top of that always so we can add it in it gives us a little bit more time to formulate um our opinions and things of that nature where the other the uh, the reaction stuff is pretty much just jump on and oh my god this is happening from my perspective yeah. i just get very excited so uh, yeah definitely let us know if you do want that still on the podcast feed because it helps us a lot crush fun fact I found out we're on Amazon, dude. I didn't realize we were on Amazon. I didn't know Amazon had a podcast thing. I was about, that was literally about to be my question. I didn't know Amazon had podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Amazon have podcasts. You you could be listening to us on your thing. I won't say it out loud because I don't want to start listening, you know? I don't want to to start listening for people. You know what I'm talking about, though. Um, And you could probably say that thing, watch 
listen to my xbox and me if you do that please let us know because that is the coolest thing ever if that is the case that to me is wild and one of the coolest things i've ever done in my life so shout out to you who do that um crush we got so much to cover dude there is so 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 much to cover this week that i am I'm still formulating, like, my thoughts on everything, really. Um, Obviously, we had the Xbox pre-orders go this week, uh, the Series S and Series X pre-orders, which we'll talk about a bit later. Um, Xbox bought one of the biggest studios in the world, so let's let's, let's start with that. But before we do that, let's not forget about our Patreon producer, man like Erengard. Erengard, thank you so much for keeping the lights on and keeping this show going. Without you... I guarantee you that episode we just put up wouldn't be happening. So thank you, Erin God. You help us support this show. You help keeping this show going. And you will soon allow us to get an editor so me and Chris just get to sit back and relax, you know? We do the show, pass on to someone else. One day. One day. One day. Topic of the show this week, Crash. Microsoft acquires Bethesda. So they now own, game, own games like Skyrim, Fallout, Doom, Starfield. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Uh, this story was taken from GameSpot, which, again, if you haven't listened to my episode of GameSpot, you should go check that out. Uh, and it was written by Steve Watts. And it says, Microsoft has announced a $7.5 billion deal to acquire Zenimax Medium, the parent company to Bethesda Works, and its many studios. Those studios include Bethesda Game Studio, id Software, uh, who are behind some of the big video game franchises, including Doom, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, and many more. That marks a massive explosion to the Xbox Game Studio lineup, which now grows from 15 internal studios to 27. Uh, in the Xbox blog, uh, they announced uh, head of Xbox announced uh, Phil Spencer outed the games that they were on. So obviously, The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Prey, uh, and of course the upcoming big game that everyone's excited for, which is Starfield. All of these games will be launching day one when they come out if they're new, they're new when they have new titles in Game Pass. That is now being confirmed. Crash. Um, I watched Phil on um, one of the news outlets over in America, and he spoke quite elegantly um, about this. A couple of days off it, not from just all the hype and stuff. How are you feeling about it all? Uh, pretty much at the same spot I was. Which is? This is a really good get for Microsoft. I think this is huge. I don't think we see the ramifications of this for quite a while. Yeah. Because I still think like the games we get in the beginning are going to be multi-platform. I don't think we're going to get any really like super big Xbox-focused stuff. I think we'll have some crossover here and there, but nothing like super, super big. Got you. Yeah, I've, I, I tweeted... I, obviously, my Twitter was aflames um, with all of this, and I've been putting out a lot of tweets about it. Um, I said, this isn't a play for exclusives. Though they, yeah. though they could do that, I don't believe this is a play for that. I believe this yeah. is a play for users. This is a play for, for player base. This is a play for those sort of things, which is, I generally, and I put this out in a tweet as well, where I said, I feel like Fallout, Skyrim, and Starfield will all come to the PS5. Because I feel like yeah. those games sell enough units that they are then going to help pay back the 7.5 billion 
uh, in yeah. its long run, yeah? Obviously, Skyrim sold 30 million units across all platforms. Like, yeah. why, why would you limit that to one console when you have... You would literally be leaving money on the table by not yeah. putting it everywhere. I, Where, go on. I've seen a lot of people say, like, oh, there's no way they're going to make the game multi-platform. They're going to make all of them exclusives. And I'm like, it's a $7.5 billion deal. And you have to remember, Minecraft was 2.5. And they, they made that everywhere. Mine, they left Minecraft everywhere. And even Minecraft Dungeons came out. And that's on PlayStation, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Correct? Yep, PS4, yeah. PS4, yep. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like new IPs and even Starfield. I could see Starfield becoming an exclusive, possibly. Uh, but new IPs for sure. I could see Microsoft being like, "Hey, let's make these exclusives. The stuff that are normally multi-platform, we'll keep them multi-platform for now." A, we don't want to necessarily ruin our trust with gamers because that does that doesn't look amazing for most people. And then B, it's also like, let's reap in that money. Let's like start start to recoup the seven point five that we just spent on that. I 100% agree with you on what you're saying, but I also disagree as well, where it's like, I agree with you because Xbox and Microsoft have been very consumer-friendly as of lately, right? They have been, they have been, their whole message has definitely been play where you want, on what you want, with what you want, who cares, sort of thing. I wonder... I've I've been seeing a lot of people like doing their things. They can't do this. They can't make it exclusive. How dare they? Blah blah blah. I mean, how would you feel? How do you think people would have felt if this was the other way around? Because you know, for well, Sony wouldn't wouldn't even wouldn't even play ball with Microsoft. Mm. Like, and that's the thing I want to like really remind people, which is like, hold up. Everybody has been complaining. Not even the business part of it, really. Everyone's yeah. been complaining that Xbox has no games. Now Xbox yeah, has I, the biggest games, and people are not happy about it. What are you guys doing? Yeah. I, I, I get it. I understand why people wouldn't be happy. It's because it's not Xbox's ho- own homegrown games. It Who would cares? be games that they bought. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I'm just trying to put like the narrative on no, understanding yeah, yeah. Why, they, why they think that way. But yeah, it's sort of like xbox has nothing xbox has something i want now they can't have it for themselves yeah it's that it's that conversation a lot of it's fanboyism which i'm seeing oh, absolutely a lot of it even we see it on our channel now which is frustrating but i understand it comes with the territory when you when you cover one console um yeah. per se even though we do plan pc as well um but yeah the other thing to to keep in in mind here is uh, phil spencer has also confirmed that um xbox plans to honor the ps5 exclusivity commitment for games like Deathloop and ghostwire tokyo which i find the funniest ever i think that is absolutely hilarious they will now PlayStation will now be marketing their their new console with Xbox-owned games. And that's why I think this is genius, honestly. And that's why I feel like Xbox have made such a great play in this this, uh, regard, where they're like, hey, you can keep doing business with us if you want. Do you want to? Do you want to? Because now Sony has a now Sony has a question mark there, which is do we like cancel do we the, want the deal well, no we not have. that not even not even so much on that deal. I think that deal carries on no matter what that deal okay. carries on. I think it's now the fact of Skyrim. Let's think about this. Let's say the PS5. I still think outsells the PlayStation. I ju- um sorry yeah. yeah the PS5 still outsells Xbox in my Xbox. opinion. I think so. I think it does even with this news. It's now a case of do we want to allow Minecraft was one thing. 
But yeah. do we now want to allow Xbox to make a lot of money off of our system? And PlayStation have to answer that question themselves. I don't think they're going to want to not have Skyrim or yeah. Starfield or Fallout. I don't think they're not going to want that game on their system. But they also must understand that they're, they are lying in the pockets of their competitor if they allow it. Yeah, but I, I think that's something that they're probably like used to dealing with in general. In terms of like, hey, we make the Blu-ray, Microsoft has to get the Blu-ray for every console they make, right? Yep. So that's, I think in terms of that, like Sony as a whole is probably used to dealing with that aspect. I'm of talking business. more PlayStation versus Xbox more than Sony versus Microsoft though. I don't know if the... I, Maybe they think about it that way. I don't know if they really will. I think for them, it's just sort of purely from like a business perspective is the way they're going to be looking at well, it. Well, obviously, we know PlayStation is trying to use the Azure technology owned by Microsoft yeah. as well. It's like, some, no, but I, I understand that. I do understand that, and I understand the business, the business side of that. I just think this is so software um, orientated, right? And it's like, wow are we all are we about to just allow them to just make money off of us when when they at playstation have been super aggressive in its uh third party deals obviously final fantasy 16 um obviously ghostwire and things like that i suppose this is a perfect time to bring up apparently um we don't know the full extent of it but apparently playstation was trying to start uh trying to sign starfield as a timed exclusive um which Again, that is wild. Absolutely yeah. wild that PlayStation would even try that. And we're starting to see the games industry really shape up with this move. And yeah. there's a few quotes we're going to talk about later on in the show, which is going to really open open the minds of where gaming is going and where Microsoft truly feel like they're going. But I thought this would be a great time to, to talk about the studios that Xbox has in our crush and we, what we know they're currently working on, right? Yep. 343 has Halo, working on Halo Infinite, the best known for making Halo. Alpha Dogs, best known for working on uh, Monstrous City. Is that how I say that? Monstro. Monstrosity. Monstrosity, thank you. Um, uh, and Wraith Born. Wraith Born. I never heard of either of those games. You heard of those? Me neither. No? I'll be honest. No. And their next game is to be announced. Arcane, obviously known for working on Dishonored and Prey. Uh, and they've got another game in development along with Deathloop, which is currently in development for the PS5. Bethesda have also got... Uh, Bethesda Game Studios have got Fallout and Skyrim. Their game to next be announced, which obviously... Yep is Starfield, but when that happens, we don't know. The Correlation is obviously best known for working on Gears, their next game yet to be announced. Compulsion Games, best known for their game being We Happy Few, their next game not to be announced. Double Fine, best known for Psychonauts and Broken Age, are currently working on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S um, game Psychonauts 2. The Initiative are currently um, a new studio, so we don't know what they're best known for, but we know the rumours are they are working on a Perfect Dark game. In Software, best known for working on Doom and Quake. We don't know what they're working on next. In Exile, um, best known for working on Wasteland series 1, 2, and 3. We don't know what their next game is, but we know it is going to be an RPG, obviously. Machine Games, best known for working on Wolfenstein. Um, we assume we'll get another Wolfenstein next would be a safe assumption to me now that even even more so now 
I don't know, but I safe assumption. Yeah. Or do you think because because again we'll we'll probably repeat ourselves a little bit, but Xbox have come out and said that they're going to remain semi off hand as well. Yeah. So I don't see them going to any of these studios that they've just got from Bethesda and going, We want this. It's like yeah. what was you concepting? This can we have yeah. a look, please? Oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, do you? Like, I don't think I, we're now going to see them come out with a brand new IP first-person shooter. I just yeah. don't. I, I, I don't either. I, they also have, like, a, a lot of teams here. I could see them sort of, like, taking an IP like that and sort of like, hey, do you guys plan on using this? Like, what if they don't plan on using Wolfenstein anytime soon, right? Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we have this other studio over here. You know, do you have anybody who does want to work on this franchise right now that we can sort of reposition and move over and sort of, like start getting something working or something like that mm. so i could see a wolfenstein coming from microsoft possibly i just don't know if it would necessarily be from that team because like oh, it also it has to be machine for me it has so? to be yeah i don't mm. think anyone else needs to touch that game because those Got games it. are very good mm. yeah no, uh, I, uh, I don't yeah. disagree. Next up, you have Mojang, which is known for working on Minecraft. We don't know what their next project is. Ninja Theory, best game they're known for is Hellblade, and they're working on Hellblade 2. Obsidian, obviously known for working on Fallout New Vegas, South Park RPG, and The Outer Worlds. Um, and their current game in development they have, which is Grounded, Early Access, and Avowed. Playground Games, best known for working on the Horizon, Forza Horizon series, um, are working on the next Fable. Rare, obviously, everyone knows Rare. I'm going to go with their best name, uh, known game being Perfect Dark, then Sea of Thieves, in my opinion. Uh, they're currently whoa, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, I skipped whoa. Battletoads on purpose at Banjo Kazooie. Whoa. They're best the known disrespect. for working on perfect dark and sea of thieves i don't know i wouldn't have i would have never known who they were had it not been for battle totes not banjo fix i'm gonna be honest with you i don't care about that franchise no me either i me either me either i me either yeah no <laughs> um but yeah they're currently carrying on work on sea of thieves and obviously working on their brand new ip which is Everwild. we now have rand house studios which is a new studio we they don't we don't know what they're doing we don't know what they're up to tango gameworks which is currently working uh, which is currently best known for working on the evil within they have a game to be announced and they're currently working on ghost wire tokyo which is currently in development for the ps5 i just like saying that i've got to be honest with you Obviously, we got Turn 10, which is Forza Motorsports, who work on Forza Motorsports. Undead Labs, who work on State of Decay and are currently working on State of Decay 3. We've got World's Edge, which are best known for making Age of Empire. We don't know what they're currently working on. We have Xbox uh, Game Studios Publishing. They're a publishing arm. That's what they do. They don't make games. They publish. And obviously, we have Zenimax Online, which is currently working on the Elder Scrolls Online and will carry on working on that. Um, they've confirmed, obviously, that the Elder Scrolls Online will still play on PlayStation. They're still currently working on updates for that and things like that. So, good to know. Does, uh, does Elder Scrolls Online have a subscription fee? No. Or did they drop it? They dropped it. Uh, did they ever have it? Pretty sure they used to have a subscription fee. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't, though. Okay. Because I was going to say, I wonder if that would be included in Game Pass. It would be. If if that was the case, it would be, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to read out that list of studios, Crash, because I remember when I started this podcast, and when I started this podcast, I had to go searching deep for what Xbox actually owned. Because obviously, I'm, I was new in the industry. I wanted to be very knowledgeable. I wanted to learn... 
about every single studio Xbox owned. Back then, all I knew of was Rare, uh, Playground. No, not even Playground, sorry. It would have been Rare, Turn 10, um, 343. Those would have been the ones I would have known of. Yeah. I would have known off off the top of my head if you would have asked me. Now yeah. we look at the list of studios they have, and um, I'm I'm looking around, and I was going to write out a whole list, and I decided not to. But like RPGs, Xbox have the RG, RPG, the Western RPGs down down. Yeah. Um, there's no better place to play Westernized RPGs. Obviously, argument could be there for. Um, uh cyberpunk uh what am i looking for cd project red obviously they make the tippy top games yeah. in, in my opinion but everything below that is what xbox now yeah. own and that's available on xbox so if you really cared about the western rpgs you'd go to xbox because you could still play cyberpunk there yep. right um you look at the first person shooter right they now have Halo, obviously, we're all super anticipating when we're going to get the new Halo now that it's been delayed, but they have games like Wolfenstein, they have games like um, Doom. Doom, Quake, some of the best in the industry. Yeah. I may not like, I may not play those type of games necessarily, but that doesn't take away from the fact that they are some oh, of I the have... best shooters in, in, the, in the industry, bar none. Absolutely. It, doesn't ta- it also doesn't take away like the amount of people that like those games, right? Yeah. Like but I, I'm talking, uh, I'm talking um, more from a quality perspective. More than mm, I'm in in everything that I'm saying. I'm talking more from a quality perspective. Got it. Because this is, I think, this has always been the conversation, right? Which is Xbox. Oh yeah, they've got Game Pass, but you get sevens, you get six games, you don't get ten out of ten, you don't get nine out of ten, you don't get eight out of ten. You get average games. That conversation is mm. now gone. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. I I think that that conversation has been like slowly going away, even outside of that with like that conversation was devil. stupid in the first place yeah we had we had devil may cry pretty pretty like recently after the devil may cry came out it came to game pass we, we've had plenty that's of not fantastic a seven games. that's not an average game yeah no but then so. but oh to carry on then you've got if you want an arcade game arcade arcade racing game you have playground with uh forza horizon and if you want a uh simulation sport uh driving game you have turn 10 two of the best in the yeah. industry yep. now nah, the rest of this we could go on and keep going on, right? But Xbox have done such a good job now in showing us it's not just about having a singular type of game, but being able to cater to everybody across the board. And I was going to bring up, and you're 100% right, the only thing they are missing from their portfolio of work, in my opinion, is a JRPG. Yeah. Do you think we get one? Do you think they go out? None of these teams that they currently have, I don't think, could make a JRPG, JRPG. to the quality that we would expect it to be, right? Yeah. Obviously, we're going to talk about it again, I'm sure, but the rumors out there right now are they are looking to buy Sega, um, best known for Persona, yeah. I think would be fair. There's no way, right? There's no I, way, right? There's not actually, there's no way. I, I think this is like a really deep conversation to have, which I don't know if you. There's a question about. It. I don't know if you want to get into. Let's that do it. You you, where's now. the question? Where's the question? Do you know where it is? Um, 
We've got a lot of questions. We'll get to it. Well, let's hold. Let's okay. put a pin in it. We'll jump into Fixer's Sack right yeah. now. Uh, if you want to email in, please head over to uh, YouTube. No, please head over to any email address that you want and email in uh, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. You can either tweet at myself at MC Fixer or at Crash um, with at Crashnick plays on twitter uh, use the hashtag mxam or respond to our tweet that we put out on the my xbox and me twitter account our first question says this with bethesda being part of xbox game studios now do you think we will continue do you think they will continue to work on their own ip such as Fortnite and elder scrolls in the long term or do you think xbox will assign their own ip to bethesda studios once their current projects are over from Alder slayer I think we kind of already tangentially touched on this, which is Xbox are only going to take a semi... I feel, I in my heart of hearts, I feel like this is strictly a, we're taking the business side off of you guys, we will handle that, you keep yeah. making the games you want to make. Yeah, and Wait. then un- unless something like goes super overboard, Microsoft probably won't step in. It'll probably be a very similar to like, their relationship with Mojang is that like you guys do what you guys are doing and whatever game you are, when we see an option to like sort of do some business end of something, or you guys need us to give you resources for something, we're here for that. Yeah. And I think that's really how it'll, how it'll play out. I think they will be encouraged to keep doing Fallout, Elder Scrolls, uh, system seller games. If you're asking me, I think you don't buy that, that list of IP and then go, nah, we don't want to make that anymore. Um, yeah. But I don't think they will be beholden to it either. I think this deal allows Bethesda as a whole to really come out of their shell and really, really push on. Yeah. I'm talking from an engine point of view. I'm talking from a from a uh, obviously bugs and stuff like that. Like this yeah. is this is now the time for Bethesda to go from making. I'm not saying their games are not ten out of ten, but buggy messes, which we know they are, to making. Yeah witcher type games well did you see the uh story that came out a little bit after they bought it that um the engine's getting the biggest overall it's gotten in a very long time i just want to get off the engine <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be I, honest I with with the you, engine, if, if we're, if engine we're, has if, problems yeah if we're being honest like an overhaul to me is like just go to unreal please please yeah if they can get uh, their game to work the way they want it to work in that engine that's as well one of the like big it's things, not right what what engine yeah. i don't think i know um the answer is i i don't know the answer to this question do you know what engine obsidian uses i do not know i um i can look it up if yeah you if you can because i'd love i'd yeah. love to know what engine they use because their game not without its problems by the way but it's still a lot better than um bethesda's latest games in my it's opinion it's made with unreal engine 4 so with the with, Un- with unreal 5 coming but the problem yeah. you've got is people have been at bethesda for 20 plus years like they know how to use that engine and to throw them into into unreal could be yeah. really hard on them yeah so honestly like even with their current engine it depends on like how drastic of the overhaul is and like how much they change it up and how much they fix things right yeah they, well, um, yeah 100 so it could end up like this could end up being like enough right yeah um yeah yeah uh, I, I, for, I forgot where i was gonna go no you're good 
Um, with Bethesda, next question, sorry. With Bethesda yeah. being a Microsoft studio, do you think the future games will release day one for Game Pass and those that are not Xbox exclusives will release on other platforms, PlayStation, uh, at a much later date, if at all, from old age fishy? We already know they are coming to Game Pass. That's yep. that's that goes without saying. Yes, every single one of these games will be coming to Game Pass when they launch, which brings Game Pass God knows how much more value. Ridiculous amounts of more value. Which is to go back to my tweet, which I which I put out, which is Xbox are not playing the exclusive game, they are playing the seventy dollar versus Game Pass game now. Which is yes, you can go and play the PlayStation exclusives you want over on PlayStation. But if you want to play our games, which are also on PlayStation, you don't have to pay seventy dollars for them each time. You can buy yeah. Game Pass. Yeah. And I think that's a ridiculous amount of value. Any gamer on a budget who cannot afford both consoles now has to really ask themselves: Do I really care about PlayStation exclusives? Or like even take it a step deeper and think about when like X Cloud comes to PC, right? Do I just get Game Pass and use xCloud on my PC and I play high quality games on my PC and I get whatever console, but I'm involved in the ecosystem, right? It is them wanting people into the ecosystem. It's not just necessarily like, hey, let's get people on the Xbox. Hey, let's, you know, let's sell consoles, let's sell units, right? It's like we want people in our ecosystem because A, people are more likely to continue buying our accessories, our controllers, our even our consoles in the long run, right? Yeah. Because, oh, you get into Game Pass now once the next Xbox comes out. What are you going to get? Oh, I'm really already involved in the Xbox. I might as well get the next Xbox the next time it drops. Yeah. No, 100%. This is a long, 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 long play. Uh, but to answer your last part of your question, yeah, I, like I said, I generally I feel like the games I've mentioned, Fallout, Skyrim, Starfield, will all come. I feel like Doom, uh, Evil Within, Prey, Dishonored, I feel like those lower, those three to three, two to three million units i'm not saying doom is that but i feel like doom is one game that can actually shift consoles so mm. why not have one that stays with us on our platform exclusively and one big one of the four in my opinion and doom is the smallest of the big ones there that i feel like could still shift the needle um yeah. but yeah for me i feel like those games will go to playstation but they'll keep some for themselves as well i feel i feel i feel very confident about that yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think um I, I think at least for right now, with how much money they spent, I think it'd be kind of short sighted of them to make it exclusive. Yeah. Only because like it's it's seven point I've already mentioned this one, but it's seven point five billion and the amount of times I've seen people sort of like claim that as an irrelevant number is Which like, just to put that into perspective, yeah, because I understand why people are saying that. Microsoft have already come out and said how that deal doesn't affect them in any way, shape, oh, or form. Absolutely. Like, the shareholder prices didn't bounce like crazy because of it. Like, whenever any company spends money, shareholders usually drop, and it drops ridiculously. Yeah. Where it, it, and Microsoft did have a drop in the share prices, by the way, um, from this deal. Some people got scared and dropped. Um, but this is, this is nothing to a trillion-dollar yeah. company. Oh, absolutely. But this is also like it's Microsoft's 
third biggest acquisition not Apple. xboxes no, microsoft the, the ones above it are skype and linkedin skype was 7.9 i think so it's barely above it yeah. and then linkedin was 25 or something like that it was crazy high so why the hell did i buy skype Skype at the time, still people still, I was going to say, businesses still use Skype, so yeah, I, should, I shouldn't say make that. money off I of Skype. So They're going to buy Zoom soon, I bet you. Come out of nowhere, just take them off. Discord and, and Zoom. And Zoom's just... been going down. I don't think they buy Zoom. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, oh. there was a whole bunch of people, like, people getting into calls and stuff like that. Oh, that was, that's a different thing. That's different. That's different. Yeah. But, but people aren't using it as much. I think, well, in the UK, I know we've got a second, second wave coming of mm. uh, Corona, so... Got I think it. people are like gonna start having to use it again. So Actually, that's a back. really good point. I should probably put some buy some stock in Zoom again. Buy some stock. Right in now Zoom, could yeah. be the time. Could be the time. Maybe. Uh, next question: With Microsoft acquiring Zenimax Media and all the companies uh, slash studios underneath it, do you think Microsoft will now turn its eye onto the Japanese market? For example, a studio like Sega, or do you think Microsoft will stay within US slash Europe market and look for more studios to acquire there? From don't give a bit. Our one of our uh, our team, Chris. One of our team. Don't give a bit. I know. Amazing content. Amazing content. I, wait, I can't wait for you guys if you've not watched it on his Twitter I'm going to upload it to the YouTube channel and I can't wait for you guys to see that video so oh, keep an eye so on good. it keep an eye on it probably I don't know when they go out I don't know soon maybe Sunday we'll see Crash what do you think stay within US Europe or are they going to go and buy someone in the uh, Japanese slash uh, Asian market I don't think they'll buy someone in the Asian market. I think for right now, they're really going to focus on partnerships because it looks weird for a company that hasn't had amazing relationships and they're starting to get better there. It's just sort of go and buy a company over there. Yep. A, for the the consumers over there, it doesn't look good. And then for other studios, it's like, oh, if, if, they, if you work with them and they like what you're doing, and mind you, they've been working with Sega with the Fantasy Star Online. Yakuza. So, yeah. So it's like, oh, um, they're just going to buy you up. Maybe we just don't like, you know, entertain that and work with them. Um, I also don't know how business is conducted in Japan, really. So I don't know if uh, Microsoft could just like go over there and buy something super. You don't know how business like is conducted in the US either, mate. I don't know why That's you're true. acting. <laughs> no, but I, what I mean by that, I'm what messing, I mean by I'm that, messing, I'm messing. yeah, I know exactly you're, what you no, mean. you're absolutely right. <laughs> I just don't want people thinking you're like a Harvard school oh, uh, true. True. <laughs> lawyer. Very true. Right? Good point. Don't um, come to Chris if you get in trouble in the yeah. law, all right? Chris can't help you. I don't you pay my retainer and then we'll see. Uh, he doesn't work pro um, bono, just so you're all aware. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I didn't even mean like business from like a legal No, standpoint. I know what you mean. I just meant like sort of like because uh, Japanese the Japanese business is are apparently like very respectful and you know America used used to like not deal really great with them yeah so i don't know how it is and how that how going to buy them would work for an american company so i don't really know if it's something that microsoft should really pursue as of the moment and i don't know if it's something they will it's an interesting one right because phil has been making huge leaps with the japanese market sega and square i know square keep partnering with sony on things i do get that but You've got to look at what's in Game Pass. Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, all of the Final Fantasy Game 15. Like, he is doing his job to the best of his ability. Yeah. He can't stop them from doing business with Sony. Um, yeah. Do we know what's, who owns Sega and 
I don't know what their value I, is. I think Sega's the parent company. Because I know Atlas is a subsidiary of Sega. So um, Sega's... The stock between deal values Sega at 1.4 to 1.8 billion. They could... Yeah, they could definitely... They could gobble them up really easy. Yeah. Really easy. Yeah. I Just Absolutely. to go on record... I don't think it happens, honestly. Yeah. I generally don't think it happens. I don't think that Microsoft can just keep dropping all this money. It's um, also go on. There was the uh, there was the quote that they're looking to continue. Like they're not opposed to buying uh, studios in the future. No. And the keyword there was like in the future. So even if they do, like if they are looking at it and they plan on it, we probably won't hear about it for a very long time. Like, a lot of people are hoping for TGS. I don't think that happens. No, it's too soon, surely. TGS is tomorrow. Yeah. Like, just to put things into perspective again, um, Square Enix is valued at 1.26, between 1.26 and 1.5. Yeah. So, they could gobble both of them. (laughs) You could. They could literally buy everyone. How much is is Bandai worth? Oh, Bandai. No, no, Bandai. Because then you get all, like, the really big, like, JRPGs. Like, Capcom has, like, Japanese games, but I don't know how many uh, JRPGs Capcom has. Um, sorry, one second. Bandai Namco's value is currently sitting at... Bandai Namco sits at 6.4. Mm. A lot more. Yeah. Huh. But I'm, I'm pretty sure Bandai also does like stuff. They do toys. They do toys yeah. and other things like that. So that would explain. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Very interesting. All right, last one. We've got to look at Capcom because obviously we know how much I love Capcom. Right. Um, Capcom's market value. Market. Market value is 1. currently 1. sitting at. Oh. It's not showing me. Oh, doesn't say. I got one point. You got one point one point one? Yeah. The franchises you get with Capcom though, let's really think about it. Resident Evil. Devil Resident May Cry. Devil May Cry. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Monster Hunter. Yeah. They're the big ones. I'm not saying it doesn't have yeah, They are on the Mushu. They are the biggest. <laughs> Mega Man? They do have Mega Man, that no is true. No one really cares about Mega Man, though, anymore. Let's, Mega Man hasn't been that relevant for a really long time. It's something that people love looking back at. But even Street Fighter isn't really as relevant as it used to be. Nope. So. It's, it's, you're right. You're 100% right. But it's having your finger in those markets with Evo. With, and I know Evo's all over the place at the moment. But there will be another game fighting game tournament thing oh dragon's dogma people will beat us up if we don't mention that um <laughs> i guess <laughs> i think i think the big get there is is monster hunter more than even resident evil so yeah because this yeah especially after the last one it's doing huge yeah um but yeah I, I don't i just i don't see them i think there's a lot of reasons to look at it and be like a it's not gonna it's not the time right now and b it's like they're not really ready in that market to buy a studio yeah. like that, I feel like. Oh, I agree. All right, let's move on. Which says, how does uh, FF work now? If 
16 is a PS5 and PC exclusive, but will be fully released before Final Fantasy 7 Remake. But we know Final Fantasy 7 Remake is coming to Xbox. Is it just 16 or is Xbox done with Square again from Good in Gaming? I don't think it comes down to any of that. It, it, it comes down to business and it comes down to the fact that Sony have signed Final Fantasy 7 Remake to a year exclusivity. It's the exact same thing with Final Fantasy 16, but Sony are very good at hiding the, the things they are, have at times exclusive. They don't tell you up front and they hide it in their messaging. And then what they do is they then must sign a deal with Square that says they can't talk about other consoles either. Because yeah. the, the rumor is from, or the, the, the yeah, the rumor, we say rumor because nothing's confirmed, yeah, is that Final Fantasy 16 will be a timed exclusive um, just altogether on PS5 for six months. Then in six months' time, it will come to PC. And then after those six months, it will then be able to come to other consoles, which yeah. is obviously implying Xbox, so it won't run on Switch. Unless the UU2 gets announced. You know what? That's actually a really good point. It probably happened. So I don't, I don't think it comes down to Xbox being done with Square again. I, I don't think Xbox were ever done with Square in the first place. It was the fact of they didn't speak well because of business terms. And Xbox were very arrogant and very American about a lot of yeah. things in a lot of ways early on, as we all know. Now Xbox they are changing a lot that. of bridges. Yeah, yeah, but they're changing that now with Phil Spencer at yeah. the helm. So no, I don't think this comes down to being done. It's never as easy as that. It's never that that um yeah that way it's just a case of these are the deals that are being set square enix we just read it at square enix value is not that much it's not like they make yeah. ridiculous amounts of money the way we we think of square like they make more money than they actually do we do the exact same thing with playstation yeah oh, xbox absolutely. just bought xbox literally just bought more than what playstation made in profit yeah on the ps4 the whole of the PS4. I'm pretty sure if if uh, Xbox wanted to, they have enough money to buy all of Sony. Oh yeah, 100. So like, yeah, no, that's, let's that's not 100%. compare the money. The yeah, whole I'm just of saying, Sony, let's, like, not just not the PlayStation it. part. Yeah, yeah, the whole Sony. The reason why deals like this happen are because Sony can't afford to buy buy um, studios. full exclusivity yeah, and exactly. studios. They and, can't yeah. afford to buy Square Enix. So that's why they go to deals like this, and it's why we see Microsoft going and buying full studios. Yeah, 100%. It's just a different ballgame. And then even when Microsoft does that, Microsoft could also has the opportunity then, because they own the studios, to make deals and do things with these studios that seem more consumer-friendly and are more consumer-friendly, because A, we own it, and even if the games are coming onto PlayStation... We're getting all the profit. We are still making money off that. Yeah. We are taking a cut off that. So we're good with like being consumer friendly because we're, we're solid. Sony can't do that. Sony can't sign this deal and be like, we, we were just kidding. This is Final Fantasy 16 is coming to Xbox as well. They get nothing out of that if they no. just like, you know? Yeah. Uh, we got another one which says at the showcase, they said, um, Oh wait, this is the same. Sorry, from the same part, which I didn't say. Sorry, I apologize. At the same at the showcase, they said the PS Five. Um, it was a PS Five exclusive, but if you look on their Twitter, they are there are so many other things. Uh, quote: We have no further information if Final Fantasy Sixteen released. Yeah, I really, we already went through this. Um, but yeah, cool, 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 cool. This next one comes from Chris Parks and says, Did you manage to get your pre-order in? What are you getting? Where from? Me? Yes, one of each. Um, 
I got mine. I got one of each. I got an X and an S for work purposes. For everyone who keeps asking me on bloody Twitter and Twitch and things and like, guys, we run an Xbox website and an Xbox podcast. Um, we want to start doing more content where it comes to comparisons between the two or unboxing videos and things like that. It remember, I this is what I do for a living, and hence why Patreon's so important and Twitch subs and all of that stuff, right? This is my job. I'm not the same as like all of you guys, where it's like I get to experience games in the same way where like you come home from a long day at work. Like my job is to then make those comparisons. That is literally what I do. So yeah, I've got an X and I've got an S. Um the S will probably become my uh, streaming device, and I think the X will go on the 4K TV. If there is a significant difference, if there's not, um, if there isn't a significant difference, sorry, if it's not, I'll use the X on my 2K monitor, and the 2K machine will go on the 4K TV. But we'll see. We'll, end, we'll see yeah. in the end. Do I even think I'm going to keep both? Who knows? I don't know. But um, right now, yeah. But I end up getting two Xbox One Xs pre-orders, Crash. Series X's. Series X's. You're not one of those old. I'm gra- not one of those grandmas. grandmas. I'm not one of the grandmas. I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm I'm debating what to do with the other one, whether to cancel it or um, give it to somebody or whatever. So yeah, by give it, I mean sell it to somebody. Obviously, not like for the price I didn't pay, but you understand what I mean. Yeah. What about um, you, Crash? What was uh? What did you manage to? I I did get a pre-order. I pre-ordered both the series x and the series s oh not for myself oh i got the series s for myself i pre-ordered my brother's console also got you yeah <laughs> uh, where did you pre-order from oh i pre-ordered from uh, argos and amazon by the way i pre-ordered from microsoft store smart smart it was the it was literally the only place that would load for me i went to target target wasn't working i went to best best buy wasn't loading at all like, i went at i had, all for I had a game smith's amazon microsoft store Argos and was just refreshing like crazy. And all the Dude, other just, sites where I didn't pre order crashed. Yeah. Uh, I, every single time I kept like closing pages and opening them because I had a, a, pay, a page on the side open with like all the links and I yeah. just keep clicking it, closing, refreshing all this stuff. And then eventually I was lucky enough to get it to work. Um, it was a very, very hectic process. Stressful. You know? Very stressful. For Absolutely. me, it was super stressful. I've never been that over. This is you got to remember. This is the first time I ever buying these consoles at launch. Um, for me, getting a PlayStation Five was very easy because they the link leaked early yeah. and stuff like that. So for me, it was very easy. Where this was a lot more. Oh no, everyone is crashing websites. I'm not going to get one. Hence why I put out the video on Twitter of me like celebrating, which again, I know is dumb. I'm celebrating being able to pre-order a console from a billion dollar, trillion dollar company. Like when you put that into perspective, I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, just, you're, you're just enjoying the moment, you know? Yeah, but you know, it upsets me. I, I know, I know. Uh, next question, which is along a similar line, so we might not have to answer, but we'll see. Uh, it's from George Barrett and says, we're still waiting uh, to see how the US copes with pre-orders, but do you think our UK experience shows Microsoft had a better strategy when it comes to pre-orders? I was able to get a PS5 and the Xbox Series X. My experience was the same as Amazon went live when they said for both. Um, for me, I don't think Xbox had a better experience the thing with playstation is you gotta remember playstation didn't tell them not to put it out they tell them to put it out 
They just didn't tell him not to put it out. It's the problem, yeah. I feel like. So I don't want to pat Microsoft on the back either. They they had a shit show of a showing when it comes to all this as well. I, um, but I, you can't. It's hard to blame either of these websites. You don't know how much traffic's actually going to come through yeah. and stuff like that. That was going to be my big thing. Is like it's always easy to say like, oh, the website should have been working. They should have been ready for this. But it's it's like when games come out and like you, if you get the game early you're fine with the online services but the second that game actually like officially launches it, it all all it all goes to hell right mm-hmm. is they can't no matter how much they're prepared for it they're not really prepared for it they're not prepared for everybody getting in on, on at the same time they might be ready for everybody being on it but not when everybody's trying to like flood through the gate at the same time not everybody's gonna fit and it's gonna cause problems yeah and crashes yep exactly Next question is one uh, not so much about Xbox, but it says uh, this one's from Lloyd uh, Farrell. Have uh, I said that right? Farrell? Farrell? F A R R E L? I hope I said E L L. I hope I said that right. Farrell. Uh, Farrell. We'll see. I think you're right. When it comes to sponsorships, emails, how do you determine genuine sponsorships and people just trying to waste your time? And how do you decide what sponsors you want to take? Um, I'm assuming this has come from the fact I mentioned that I would I did a sponsored thing with uh, Ray Shadow Legends. Um, when do you know they're genuine? You don't until you open that dialogue straight away. Um, I've been doing this long enough to spot a fake email <laughs> very easily, um, but I've only ever done two sponsored um, pieces of content ever in the seven years that I've been doing this. So for me, the way you can sort of tell is by questioning the company that's reaching out to you, um, asking just some easy questions about like what oh what was what do what do you like about what I do, and stuff like that. Um, obviously, getting your invoice sent to you beforehand is one as well, um, and also like the, the way I did the um, Ray Shadow Legends one was done for a specific company, so. I knew that was genuine. It comes through a different. It comes through a company that I'm working with or a website that I'm working with. So I know that it will be paid out in the end, um, no matter what. But to be honest with you, nobody should be, in my opinion, and Chris, you can chime in afterwards. But no one should be looking to sponsored content until you are in need of sponsored content. Are you? Are you looking to? Are you doing this full time? Are you trying to make a living wage? If you are just Joe Blow that streams on Twitch for him and his five mates, you shouldn't be trying to get affiliated links or, or yeah. actually affiliate links are a little bit different. But um, but sponsorships and like reaching out to like even like partnerships with like Elgato and stuff like that. Like you've got a long way to go. It, it like it's not. Nothing is given to you in this world. And and I very much was of the mind of, I will take the Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship because that will then allow me to buy an Xbox Series X. The, the money they were offering, I'm not allowed to go into details, but it will then allow me um, to do that. I, I'm very, very, very open with my Twitch audience, which is the main people I pushed that sponsorship on. Um about that they before i took it i asked them what they thought about it they all told me to go get the bag um so <laughs> literally it's it's being open with your community but if you are someone that is just starting out on twitch or youtube or or facebook gaming and stuff like that you shouldn't even be thinking about sponsorships in my opinion yeah um it, i think it's also important to note that no matter who you go in with a sponsorship 
more than likely they're going to try and get more from you than you're going to get from them. 100%. So be wary of that. That's just business. And it's your business to like sort of like, yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. I want this to be on even footing or I want to get more or whatever it is. And if you don't have the power to like argue that, maybe sponsorships aren't the right thing for you right now. Or you're not at the right size to have that conversation. When yeah. you're Joe Blow Smo with 20 viewers, um, without, like, and I mean that across the board, like, why why are they offering you an affiliate link? Because they're trying to convince yeah. you to buy more products and push products. Also- let me put it this way. Let me, let me, I've never taken a 5% affiliate link from anybody because that doesn't bring value to me and that doesn't bring value to my audience. Me and yeah. Insert Coin. It- I work with Insert Coin on stuff, right? 20% off. That's a whole... That's 20% off. That can be free post and... That can take, cover the whole cost for post and packaging. Whatever it is. It benefits me and it benefits my audience. So, yeah. that's super important to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, no. I like, agree. 5% affiliate codes are just not worth it, in my opinion, yeah. to me. It's also... It's really tricky with affiliate codes because a lot of times they don't really give you you you're absolutely right about that yeah they give you absolutely nothing and you're just advert like i know people like uh i don't know how g fuel is now but at one time g fuel basically if you got a g fuel sponsorship it was to put g fuel on your screen but that's That's not a sponsorship that's an affiliate that affiliate yeah this is i need to correct you because there's a big 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 difference like getting affiliated quote unquote with a company is quite easily getting sponsored by a company total different yeah. ballgame or partnering with a company totally different ballgame yeah. I am partnered with insert quid I did a sponsored um stream with Ray Shadow Legends that is yeah. it that is it so um some of these we've already answered um but this one comes in from Prime Six and says, "Is Microsoft shopping spree over? Could we possibly see more purchases? Perhaps smaller devs. Where in the future we will see more? Do you even think they need more? Thanks. I think they do need more. We've been through that JRPGs. Um, that market that they don't hit in currently, I think, would be a great place for them to start." Will we see more? Yes, because Saturn Adela has come out and said in a quote um, that well, well, we, we're going to read, but again, we probably won't even bother reading it now because we've said it so many times, which is yeah. which is along the lines of that they are not done. They are not done yeah. with spending. Um, they will spend when they see it's the right fit and when it feels right for them and their company. So for yeah. me, it's, 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 it's an obvious one for me where it's like, no, obviously... Obviously, they're not done, and hopefully, they buy the right studios again next. They've so far, they have bought the right studios. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I also think it's important to note that even if X, even if like Xbox were to go away, I don't think Microsoft would stop buying studios that could be profitable for them because gaming is just another avenue of technology and that's right up microsoft's alley Mm -hmm. so i do think that these purchases purchases would still be happening so i think microsoft sees value of them outside of xbox where it's like even if xbox like even if we end up having to like drop xbox and like not make another console or whatever which i don't think is going to be the case before like people start attacking me for that but even if that's the case like worst case for microsoft is they're like we're still getting crazy profit off of bethesda right yep so I think there's added value there for Microsoft to go keep buying companies. You've hit a nail on the head, which is when the consoles go away, the studios are still making games and Microsoft are still making money from their games. Whether the phone market becomes 
the, the BO and Endo and destroys everything, whether the PC market explodes, whatever it may be, Microsoft now have their finger in the pie to make enough money everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, you're 100% right. Uh, let's get into what's been in our box, Crash. What have you been playing this week, dude? I haven't really played anything Me either. this week at all. Me either. I yeah. played Avengers yesterday, grinding some characters to 130. Yeah. I missed it. I missed it. I haven't played for like a week. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember why I like this game. It's the perfect game of shut off my mind and just slap buttons. And I, I have yeah. missed that experience, to be fair. Um, Joanne was helping me run through, so shout out to her. Like, helping me live up my Hulk. Done the iconic yeah. mission for Black... No. For Hulk and... You did Hulk and Thor. Thor. Oh, you was watching. You know. Yeah. Why didn't you come play? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I was about to say, like, I saw you playing. I was like, oh, I could plug in my PS4 and, you know, get it on. Too much like, effort. Oh, too much effort for Avengers right now. Okay. I like it. I love what I play to the game, but why? You know, that's what I need with that game now. You need a it's reason. The why? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, see, I I'm with you, but I disagree with you as well. Where it's like the why is still there. You haven't got all your characters leveled up, so it's the fun up, like, of playing. Of I know that's what I'm saying, but it's the fun of getting them to cap level and then grind out for the end loot gear. I would agree. Yeah, but the the content's just so samey yeah. over and over. By the time you do it with your third character, it's like I've done this. Oh, I I've I, got I have all my characters at least like level eighty. I'm pretty sure, and it's like cool. Yeah, I'm gonna get all cool. mine to one thirty. I think, and then yeah, I don't have to when I decide to come back when the new DLC comes out. Which, it's like I can play whoever I want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. God. Um. Let's move into what's been on, uh, sorry, this week's dashboard, the news. Um, first story is the Xbox One X sales spike on the Series X pre-order date. Uh, so if you didn't see this, uh, Amazon have their like their top sales things each week, Gretch. Yep. And uh, this got tweeted out on uh, Twitter. I actually saw this from uh, Andrew Alerts, who said, the Xbox One X sales rank is 747% on Amazon. Lol. Wonder how many people bought an Xbox One X instead of the Xbox Series X. And it was ranked, uh, like you said, 747% up, number four on um, all of Amazon's uh, electrical department for sales. Yeah. Crazy. A lot of kids are gonna be upset this Christmas. <laughs> I, I saw a pretty good uh, theory that I I hope is true is that somebody who was coding their bots miscoded the bot and the bot ended up buying one X's. That would have been amazing if that was. That amazing. would be hysterical and that would be so so well deserved for whoever coded that. Oh, that <laughs> Just got a whole great. shipment of one X's coming in. It'd be fantastic. Unfortunately, um, I don't think that is the case. I don't either. I think it's a bunch of people who just went on and like, oh, the Xbox is, I see it right here. People are saying it's not available and they just bought it. Um, it's also important note, it's up in rank and not up in sales because I, I know, I saw people talk about it up in sales. Like, it's selling 700% more units and it's it's up in rank for Amazon's list. 700% or whatever. I don't know how Got different you. that makes okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it still sold more. Do you think people, yeah. gonna, when it turns up on their doorstep, they're going to be like, oh no, oh no. It's here I already. Think the old... It doesn't come out until 10th. Like... <laughs> I think they're going to be mad excited. Like, they released it early. My, oh. my nephew's going to be so hyped. That's crazy. He's gonna he's gonna go to he's gonna he's gonna get in his Zoom calls for class, and they're all gonna be so excited. So, are you one of the people like the the the, the name is confusing, or are you not? 
Because I'm not. I, I mess it up every now and then. But we also say Xbox a lot more than the average person. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I think for me and you, it's not confusing. I think for most like gamers that game on Xbox, it's not confusing. I would think for the average person or the person who's very PlayStation-focused, the names are pretty confusing. Interesting. Especially when you get to like, oh, the Xbox Series S. If you're if you're an old person who doesn't really know gaming and you hear Xbox S, you go into the store. Xbox S, X, Xbox One S. I think that's it. I think it's there. It's not supposed to be out yet. Well, yeah. Let me just get that. No, I so get I, it. I could see it. I, I understand. I understand both sides. I don't think it's as confusing as people seem, but I also think there's some merit there to say that it's confusing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next story is uh, more Xbox Series X and Series S units will be available at launch after record-breaking pre-orders. Xbox tweeted out, We are humbled by the record-breaking demand for Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. Huge thanks to everyone for the excitement. If you weren't successful today, please be sure to sign up with retailers for updates and expect more consoles to be available on November 10th. Crash. They sold out. They did it. I, I'm pretty sure we said that that was probably going to happen. Of course. Both consoles were going to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. That, so this is huge. It. Yes, it's huge, obviously. Mm. But in the same breath, these consoles are always going to sell out. Yeah. I think. I think that the feel good thing for me personally, which is as someone who's been covering Xbox for such a long time and been laughed at for such a long time, um, by you as well. You laughed at me. Um, <laughs> It feels nice to celebrate Xbox. It yeah. feels nice it, to be happy about Xbox. It feels nice to not feel like lesser than or in second place. Which don't get me wrong, I still again I still think they are. But it, this week has just been so happy. And it's made me so happy that my Xbox and me channel getting a bunch of subs, a bunch of new people finding us, obviously being on Unlocked, being on GameSpot. Like it's all for me just come in. And then we've reached this point of pre-ordering a new console, and I was able to get the ones I wanted. And now I'm just like, bring on next gen, man! Bring on next gen. I also think that it's pretty big that the Series X and Series S sold out because people were excited for Xbox, and not because it was new hardware. Yeah, I I get what you're so saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like there was general excitement for it, not just that like, oh, the new Xbox is out. I guess I'll buy it. I guess, like, PlayStation sold out. Because that happens every time. Like, you'll buy something. People buy something just instinctively. There's definitely people who did that, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that there's nobody who did that. Yeah. My brother does that every year. Every year, something like new technology comes out. My brother's, like, quick to it. Like, oh, I got it just because, you know, because I like it. Right? Damn. So. Confirming your brother's rich. Nice. Good to know. Oh, I, I don't think know. he's rich enough to afford what he buys, but he still buys it. <laughs> so. Um, the next story is all about Bethesda. Bethesda will run semi-independently under Microsoft. This one was taken from IGN by Joe Scrabbles. Head of, the, head of Xbox has confirmed that Beth, uh, Phil Spencer has confirmed that Bethesda will continue to run semi-independently after the company's acquisition by Microsoft. Speaking to CNET, Spencer made it clear that while Bethesda games will adapt some of the Xbox new practices, including launching into Game Pass and becoming playable through game streaming, uh, game streaming the company will retain some of its uh, autonomy that resulted in some of its biggest games of all time quote it is about the culture 
of those teams, Spencer explained. They're not about they're not about they're not about becoming us. Um we've seen what uh, oh, sorry. He carries on, Pete Hines comes out and says some other stuff. Um that whole thing doesn't need to be even be read. This is super important from Xbox, right? Whereas it's not forcing them to be Xbox, it's forcing them to be them. Which is what they've which Xbox have said they've been yeah. doing since they started picking up uh studios yeah. here and everywhere. Absolutely. It- um This is like for anybody who was really like I've seen a lot of people worried about this, and I think I don't really think this is something that you should really, really be worried about, especially with like the franchises you really care about. If you play on PlayStation, you're likely still going to see the franchises there for the most part. Um, there'll probably be an exception or two, right? But the games are also still going to be the same thing. Microsoft's not really going to force them to do anything that they wouldn't do otherwise. Maybe Microsoft comes in and they see a microtransaction. Microsoft's like, maybe don't do that microtransaction. But who knows? Because we also got Gears of War with the microtransactions it had already. Gears so. 4. Gears 4. Not 5. Yeah, not 5. So. Gears 4. I think that's You're just right. very important to. That could have still been in caught in the state of old Xbox. Gears 4. Yeah. That's to be fair. very true. To be fair. That's true. Um, next one comes from. Uh, <laughs> From it's again from seeing that is a is a quote from Satan Nadella which we've been hinting at. Uh, the quote really here, which is that's why Microsoft will consider buying even more video game companies in the future. He said, and why it continues to invest in its Xbox Game Pass subscription service. That is a quote from the CEO of Microsoft saying that, not Phil Spencer, the guy who actually deals with the war chest of money, saying that they will consider buying more. Yeah, nuts nuts yeah like, that that quote alone got me so happy and so i don't know like i don't know if if like i don't know it just got me like feeling good about next gen again where i'm like we could still see more come how you can't spend that type yeah. of money and spend more but we could i mean <laughs> let's be real microsoft definitely can yeah clearly it's just ah does it not just fill you with a little warm, fuzzy feeling in your tummy? Um, no. Okay. I'll be honest. Just no. me. Just me. That's okay. That's okay. Moving on, Crash, we got more new accessories coming on the way. Uh, introducing, this is from the Xbox Wire, uh, introducing our launch lineup of next-gen Xbox accessories coming November 10th. Uh, we've got new options for your controller, introducing the uh, Robo uh, Robot White and the Xbox Series S edition. Um, they've also got the Shock Blue controller, Crash, which is obviously where people have gone absolutely cray-cray, thinking that it's to link with... Uh, with uh, Sonic. Well, did, did you, you see? The, yes, I did. The post of the person on the desk with the oh, X, the there's X a box. The box. And then the uh, the tweet that's like, ends with an I, and then in it is like, iconic, and which is like Sonic, and it's like, Jesus, guys, you guys are, you guys are very wishful thinking here, aren't you? I think, I think that's like a little bit too deep. Like the, I think people saw the series S in the background of Phil Spencer, and people were like, Microsoft's playing these games. We gotta look at everything. <laughs> uh, it's nice though. I find it. I find it funny. I like being on reset yeah. era again. Like looking also, at all the uh, speculation. Oh, absolutely. Also, that controller looks nice. The I'll blue one. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It looks clean. It does. Um, but coming along with this controller, we got a little bit, a few things con- uh, confirmed on it, which is it's a wireless controller. It's USB C bundle. 
Um, sorry, it's a USB-C controller now. Um, we've also yeah. got the USB-C charge pack, which all of these things that we're talking about are priced at the exact same price as its old predecessor. So the controller hasn't gone up in price. The power pack hasn't yeah. gone up in price, which is something that Sony did with the DualShock controller. Um, yeah. They've now put them up $10 um due to its haptic feedback and things like that but um xbox have, have stayed at the exact same price um which is really cool yeah. also design labs is going on hold for a little while um as and i'll quickly read this uh, as we look ahead to the next gen of xbox accessories xbox design labs is also preparing for the next evolution beginning october 14th xbox design labs will be going offline temporarily so they can bring some updates returning in 2021 so for anyone who is looking to get a personalized controller maybe wait because maybe we'll see elite controllers finally get uh the yeah i saw I saw people tweeting about that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad I haven't bought an Elite Two if this ends up happening." Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm, I'm everything they announce is simple, but is also like the it's evolution nice. of where we should be going with Xbox, in my opinion. Yeah. So, very uh, yeah, happy. it's it's also like it's nice knowing that the prices haven't gone up because not much has changed for the controller, right? Exactly. So there's no reason for the price to go up, and that's something that I could have seen old microsoft do so easily is like hey new controller new we'll we'll change up the look a little bit we'll increase the price by 10 new a new charge pack for it slap another five on that yeah you know, it's now 30 sort of, 25 it's now yeah. 70 instead of 60 it's yeah exactly, exactly. it would have been really easy for them to nickel and dime people and like new console generation people aren't going to complain about it they're no. just going to get it they're going to be like a little salty about it but whatever you know so it's good to see them just sort of like yeah everything's the same you're all good exactly also all our old stuff works on it as well so yeah. it's like you don't even need to get any of this no it does make one elite too though makes yeah. me want one bad because my elite one I... is bad bad and oh, yeah, mine's just horrible yeah. mine's just so bad I uh, the the back pads on mine are gone. I have like Stick one shake. The I have, back, yeah, all I have one one half of my oh, back. Oh, wish I had that. Both of mine are just dead, bro. Oh, really? Look, dead. Um, but yeah, my sticks are super loose now. I'm like, oh, yeah. can you hear the shaking? I can. I can hear the That's shaking. What I mean. There you go. There you go. Um, next story. <laughs> New Xbox app beta on the mobile uh, on mobile keeps you connected to your friends um, and in addition to game uh, xCloud, sorry. So, again, we don't get to try this. We don't have Android, so we don't get the nice new things. Um, but you guys can now do party chat on your phone. Uh, you can enter xCloud on your phone. You've got your friends list. You've got your achievements. Uh, it's just a whole brand new app that looks pretty clean, if you ask me. We we talk. You, you mentioned party chat there. I just want to bring this up. Um, Microsoft. I think you guys need to overhaul your party chat on PC and even on Android. Yep. There's no gain option. There's no any of that stuff. You should have like simple stuff like that. Go on. I want somebody at Microsoft to launch Discord. Go into and Discord's voice settings. Just copy it. Yep. Just do what they do and, and carry it over. Because like I use I whenever I go into party to play with friends, I ben. have to lower <laughs> Ben. <laughs> oh, I gotta do that to me, Ben. Oh, ben fix. Oh, I gotta do that to me. Ben's gonna um, take the L for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um I always have to go into my microphone setting and I have to lower my microphone setting. Because my microphone generally picks up more on the Xbox Party than oh it yeah, does it's trash. Discord. It's trash. Yeah, is that why you're so quiet today? Am I quiet today? That might be why. Maybe. I don't know, but yeah, 
that's uh just you know one little gripe i think the app looks cool i think it looks very clean i don't yeah. know if you've installed the new xbox app on pc you have because the game pass yes yeah 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 it looks yeah, more it looks, unified it looks, now. yeah it looks really clean as well compared yeah. to the old one they had i feel like and a last story crash one that affects me personally nobody else hence why i left it right at the bottom ea will not be releasing a fifa 21 demo crash crash this might be the first time in my lifetime that i can remember fifa not releasing a bloody demo but i'm not going to trash them for it the way i was going to because i thought about it a little bit more COVID. okay people are working from home they need to get the game done they don't have time to be cutting out a piece of the game to make a demo Mm, okay you know the statement they gave though which was quote we aren't releasing a demo for fifa 21 ea said instead we've made the decision to focus our development teams time on delivering the best full game experience for the current and next gen consoles we look forward to ea play members jumping in 10 days from now uh, and launching the game october 9th you know what I would love to agree with your sentiment fix, but oh, we saw how Madden pretend. came out. Let's just pretend. I, we I saw was, how Madden came out. Do you know what the problem is, Crash? <laughs> no well. demo coming out? What? Off the record, yeah, between me and you and anybody listening, um, I've heard that this isn't good. From playtesters and stuff like that that I've spoken to, um, people that are deep into the FIFA, FIFA uh, hole, this game's not meant to be good at all. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, when when I saw this, I was like, that's what I took away from it, is like, no matter what they say about this, it's probably like, the game isn't running off. It's too late. However they want it to be. They can't delay it. They can't do anything. We're putting this damn thing for out, and we're going to make the people eat shit again. Again. Which is horrible. I hope that isn't the case, by the way. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope this is a fantastic FIFA, and I'm totally wrong. But I'm just saying what I've heard. It's what it looks like. Games with gold this month. Uh, last month you can get them. Last week this one you'll be getting them. I think that seems right. Is that the last week yeah. crush? Is it? No, we have got one more week. By the time we record, it'll be one more week. So, uh, uh. Division One available from uh, available now till the thirtieth. The Book of Unwritten Tales available. Uh, no, you can't get that one anymore. Oh no, you can from the sixteenth to the thirtieth, and you can't get the Blob uh. anymore. But you can get Armed and Dangerous from now till the thirtieth. So go and get your. Why games you, with why gold. you gotta keep mentioning the Blob? You could just cut him out of this. I could, but I, my brain says do it. There you go. I've cut him out now. Next week it won't be. But you're there. not going to read them there anyway next week. Yeah, of course I'm going to read them. Because we'll record next be... Tuesday being the, the 29th, which anyone who uh, listens to this on Patreon will then have one more day of reminder. You're right. You're so big, big brain fix. That's what the hat hides is your big brain. Big brain, mate. I got a big brain. You know uh, Mojo Jojo? <laughs> you got under there. You pull up the hat. Yes. Just your brain. I'm definitely like Mojo Jojo. You're correct. You're correct. Uh, let's plug the plug and get ourselves out of here, Crush. What you got to plug? Twitter.com at Plays. I still Why are you looking at me like that? Because you make me laugh because I feel like you're just going to plug Twitter.com. I would, you know, that's something I would do. Yeah, it's true, it's true, you would. Um, yeah, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. What's the, the big thing I'd say uh, this week? Check out my NBA and PGA Tour series. Um, 
They're not getting as much love as I would like. They're not just generic... They are generic sports games, but the edit on them are actually really good that make them a fun watch. They're about 10 minutes long, so they're nice and short and concise. Um, a lot of fun editing, a lot of me screaming and shouting and getting upset and things like that. So if you're into that type of content, that fun house type of editing-ish, not as good as that, of course, because I'm, I'm in it, so... Not, I'm not going to say I'm anywhere near that. Yeah. But um, if you like that type of content, go check out my personal YouTube channel. Also, youtube.com slash myxboxandme, which you should be listening to this. We are so, so, so close to hitting a thousand subscribers, which to me is wild. Because... Yeah. We, 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 we didn't think... A thousand... So at first, the end goal was 500 for the year. For the year. Then we bumped it up to a thousand. And now we're really close to that. We're about 87 away last I checked. Mad. So, like, if you guys are listening to this on on uh, any podcast listening services, uh, if you're listening to this on your Amazon, uh, you know the, the device, uh, just Alexa, g- turn lights green. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pop open YouTube or just tell Alexa to subscribe to us. Uh, and go 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 give us a sub. You know, Alexa, thousand. Alexa, listen to Dreams into Schemes by Shaldo. I'm on that song, Crush. I wonder how many uh, people listen to it. Don't know what song that is. Yeah, we'll find out. Would we? Alexa find it? Yeah, it's on, it's on Amazon. Hey, but got would one... Alexa find it? Stop saying the word, because otherwise you've just confused it and it was playing then. God damn it. Come on. <laughs> I made it stop. Come on. My bad. You made I'm it sorry. Pause. Gosh damn it. Gosh damn it. Until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye.